Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, we're live in Tel Aviv. President Biden denouncing attacks by Hamas as, quote, pure, unadulterated evil as Israel pummels Gaza with its fiercest airstrikes yet and the desperate search for hostages, including Americans, underway. Here are tonight's headlines. Tonight, the relentless attacks as Israel reduces parts of Gaza to rubble. And this propaganda video shows Hamas preparing for the attack. CBS's Holly Williams with new reporting. Israel's military says it's positioned 35 battalions close to the Gaza Strip, with a ground invasion expected. President Biden's address to the nation, confirming Americans are among the hostages in Gaza and vowing support for Israel. This is an act of sheer evil. Hamas offers nothing but terror and bloodshed with no regard to who pays the price. Let there be no doubt. The United States has Israel's back. Tonight, the USS Ford Carrier Strike Group arrives near Israel as the Secretary of State prepares to visit. What was it like when you received the call? CBS's MTS Tayab speaks with the parents of an Israeli-American soldier killed in the first wave of Hamas attacks. You never want to get the knock on the door. With the two army officers outside. We're on the ground in Tel Aviv as air raid sirens sound. And the Iron Dome intercepts rockets. CBS's David Martin has an in-depth look at the high-tech defense system. We always continue to fight and move forward. And answering the call to action. Meet an American physician assistant on vacation here in Israel, now working in a hospital with special meaning. Your grandmother who survived the Holocaust came from Hungary to work in this hospital. Where I'm working today.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. We're in Israel as it prepares for an expected ground invasion of Gaza and what is already the bloodiest war in decades. Here in Tel Aviv, we heard air raid sirens throughout the day with constant threats of rocket attacks. On day four of this escalating war, Israel is pounding Gaza with hundreds of missile strikes, targeting what the military calls a Hamas terror nest. Reports tonight the IDF took out Hamas's economic minister. And more than 1,000 people have been killed in Israel, with an estimated 900 in Gaza. And we have learned some disturbing new details about a massacre that occurred in a small Israeli village near the Gaza border, with the brutal murders of men, women and children, including babies. At least 14 Americans are among the dead, with at least 20 more Americans unaccounted for. Some are being held hostage by Hamas. President Biden spoke today with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. It has been their third phone call since this crisis began. We have team coverage tonight from Israel to Washington. And CBS's Holly Williams is with us just back from the southern border. Good evening, Holly. Good evening, Nora. Hamas says it won't hold any negotiations over the hostages that it's holding while it's still under fire. And as we now know, some of them are American. We should warn you tonight that our report contains some disturbing images. Israeli airstrikes are pounding the Gaza Strip, perhaps softening the territory for a ground invasion. Israel says it's destroying weapon storage and infrastructure used by Hamas, which is designated a terrorist group by the U.S. Palestinian officials put the death toll at 900, and the United Nations says there have been more than a dozen hits on health facilities. Israel's military says it's now positioned 35 battalions in the areas surrounding Gaza, from where Hamas launched its attack on Saturday. It caught Israel's security forces off guard, but Hamas propaganda videos appear to show the militants training for a similar attack, complete with a model village. The militants fired more barrages of rockets today, hitting the city of Ashkelon in southern Israel. The country's Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, promised his people they would have vengeance. Hamas will understand that by attacking us, They've made a mistake of historic proportions. We will exact a price that will be remembered by them and Israel's other enemies for decades to come. But the scale of what the militants inflicted on Israel is still emerging. In some small farming communities, people were murdered wherever the gunmen found them. Mothers, fathers, babies, young families killed in their bed, in the protection room, in the dining room or in the garden outside. Yehuda Gottlieb is a dual U.S.-Israeli citizen who works as a first responder. He was outside Be'eri kibbutz as Israel's security forces battled the militants. Security camera footage shows the gunmen breaking into the compound and shooting its residents. More than 100 people were killed there. Have you ever seen anything like that before? Never, ever, ever. We, like, drove all the way to the airline on the road. And we were careful not to get in bodies. You, you had to avoid bodies on the road. Exactly. They were littering the road. Terrible. 
And Holly is back with us. And you have reported from Israel for decades. What have these attacks done to the people psychologically? Nora, I think it's rocked people's sense of security. Some people have told us that they no longer feel safe in their own homes. Um, this is a part of the world that's no stranger to violence. But for many Israelis, this just feels very different. That first responder who you saw just now in our report told us that he believes this is the worst thing that's happened to Jewish people since the Holocaust. Holly Williams, thank you for your reporting. Back in Washington, President Biden addressed the nation this afternoon with a forceful show of support for Israel. The president vowed to do everything possible to free the American hostages, saying he has, quote, no higher priority than the safety of Americans being held hostage around the world. CBS's Ed O'Keefe has the latest tonight from the White House. This is an act of sheer evil. President Biden condemned the attacks by Hamas, which he revealed killed at least 14 American citizens, comparing it to the worst rampages of ISIS. Parents butchered using their bodies to try to protect their children. Women raped, assaulted, paraded as trophies. He said the U.S. is sending special operators to help Israel coordinate the rescue of more than 100 hostages held by the militant group, including Americans. We now know that American citizens are among those being held by Hamas. A carrier strike group, including the USS Gerald Ford, has arrived in the region and could be used as a platform to launch hostage rescue missions. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says there are 20 or more Americans still missing, though it's unclear how many have been abducted by Hamas. He said there are no current plans to send U.S. troops into the conflict. At this point, that is not something that is under planning. With the fighting ongoing, the president huddled with his national security team this morning and held his third phone call since the conflict began with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. Mr. President Joe, I want to thank you for your continued and unequivocal support. Offering more military support, including precision-guided munitions for fighter jets. The first shipment of supplies landed this evening. Mr. Biden is also sending Secretary of State Antony Blinken to Israel tomorrow part of a diplomatic push to contain the crisis from spreading further. A major fear among allies that Iranian-backed Hezbollah could fully join the fight. The president today issued this warning. Anyone thinking of taking advantage of this situation, I have one word, don't, don't. Now, amid all of this, a bipartisan congressional delegation was in Tel Aviv today and met with Prime Minister Netanyahu as President Biden says he's planning to ask Congress to approve more aid for Israel when lawmakers return to Washington next week. Nora. Ed O'Keefe at the White House, thank you. And tonight we're learning more about the Americans killed and those still missing after the deadliest attack on civilians in Israeli history. CBS's Imtiaz Tayab spoke with a mother and father whose son died during the first hours of the assault. In the chaotic first hours of Hamas's massive assault, the Israeli military scrambled to respond. Combat troops were called into action, including 27-year-old Israeli-American Arya Zeding. He loves sports. He loved the Boston Red Sox. His parents, Debbie and Mark Zeding, moved to Israel from New York nearly 30 years ago. On Saturday night, they received the news Arya was killed in action. What was it like when you received the call? You never want to get the knock on the door. With the two army officers outside. 
And this woman came in, and she said to us, your son was killed today. At least 100 people are being held captive inside Gaza. The number of U.S. citizens there is unknown. Nahar Neta's mother is from California. She was taken by Hamas. The optimistic scenario here is that she's held hostage in Gaza and not dead on the street of the kibbutz where we grew up. For Debbie and Mark Seeding, despite the pain of losing their eldest son, Arye, it hasn't shattered their hope for a better future. We believe in peace. We believe in, you know, coexistence. We don't want to we don't want to eliminate anybody from this world or this planet. Everybody should have a, a place to live. Now tonight, another 20 or more Americans are still missing as Israel's military begins distributing thousands of weapons to volunteer defense teams in towns and cities all over the country. Nora. Intiaz Tayab, thank you. People here in Israel are trying to find ways to help, and for many, that means donating blood. We've been seeing images of long lines. And for one American, giving back means turning her vacation into an act of service. Second siren in about 10 minutes. This is what it's like to be in a country under attack. Air raid sirens blare. That's the sound of the Iron Dome intercepting a rocket. It's a scramble to safety, into a shelter, downstairs quickly. People checking in with their loved ones and waiting. Well, it's just about 3.30 in the afternoon here in Israel. There have been two sirens that have, sur- have sounded in just the last few minutes. We're emerging out from the staircase. We've gotten the all clear. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. American Michelle Freund, a physician assistant, sheltered here too. She was on vacation in Israel when Hamas first attacked. She knew she needed to help, so she's volunteering at this hospital. I feel like it's also my country. I'm Jewish, and I feel like everybody that's been affected by this is my family. How are you doing? There are good moments and bad moments. I think right now we just had a siren a couple before we started speaking, and I think my anxiety kind of built up and... (laughs) I had a little bit of a panic attack, but, um, you know, you you muster on, and that's what I think Jews do in general. The IDF said this morning they're calling up 360,000 reservists. You have many friends who are in the reserve? Friends, family, and the people that I don't know, I feel like are my friends and my family. Like, every person that is held hostage right now, sorry, in Gaza... Personally, I don't know them, but I know them, and they are my family, and it's really hard. Her grandmother worked in the same hospital when she came to Israel from Hungary after surviving the Holocaust. She would just be so, you know, proud of having me here, especially in light of the atrocities that are happened that are very Holocaust-like. So your grandmother, who survived the Holocaust, came from Hungary to work in this hospital. Mm-hmm. And I know that she would be very proud to see me here. She would. Yeah. Well, Michelle is supposed to return to New York City next week, but she says she may decide to stay to continue helping here in Israel. 
Israel's Iron Dome, the anti-missile system you just heard about, was first deployed in March of 2011. The military claims it has about a 95 percent success rate, but it was pushed to the limit during the early hours of the attack due to the sheer number of rockets fired. CBS's David Martin takes an in-depth look at how it works. Israel says Hamas has launched more than 4,500 rockets, many of them intercepted by the Iron Dome air defense system. It has kept the death toll from going even higher. And today, President Biden promised to send more interceptors manufactured by Raytheon at about $50,000 each. We're surging additional military assistance, including ammunition and interceptors, to replenish Iron Dome. We're going to make sure that Israel does not run out of these critical assets. Iron Dome has been defending Israel against terrorist rockets for more than a decade. It has been um, effective as it typically is in taking a lot of those rockets out of the sky and saving countless lives by doing so. Now, of course, some rockets have gotten through uh, to, to tragic cost. Because the flight time for a rocket is so short, Iron Dome can operate on automatic. As soon as a rocket launch is detected, an alert goes out telling everyone to run for shelter while Iron Dome launches its interceptors, homing in only on rockets headed toward populated areas. So it doesn't have to fire 4,500 interceptors to shoot down 4,500 rockets? No, a significant fraction of these rockets are not going to hit anything vital. Retired General Frank McKenzie, former commander of U.S. forces in the Middle East, says Hamas doesn't really care where the rockets land. They've got a large stockpile of missiles, and I think we should anticipate the intensity of these attacks to continue for a few days yet. If Hezbollah, which is based in Lebanon on Israel's northern border, unleashes its stockpile of rockets and missiles, Iron Dome could be stretched to its limit. Nora? That is the big concern, David Martin. Thank you. In New York City today, there was a rally at a Jewish community center where elected officials from both parties pledged support for Israel. Across the river in New Jersey, there were calls for a ceasefire at a pro-Palestinian rally. The war here in the Middle East is increasing the urgency in Washington to pick a new speaker of the House. There are new developments on that front. We've got them next. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. It's harder to focus than ever these days. Thankfully, C4 has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus, containing 200 milligram of natural caffeine, a blend of vitamins and zero sugar. It was formulated to support your well-being and help you feel your best, all while enhancing mental focus. From your brain to your body, C4 Smart Energy does it all. And tastes amazing. Look for Smart Energy in the beverage aisle at your local Kroger, Albertsons, and Safeway grocery stores. See for Smart Energy. Stay focused. 
House Republicans are expected to vote tomorrow on their choice to be the next Speaker of the House. GOP leaders Steve Scalise and Jim Jordan are both running to replace Kevin McCarthy, who was removed last week. McCarthy today took himself out of contention for returning to the role. The leadership vacuum in the House has essentially stalled Congress, leaving it unable to conduct business, including approving aid for Israel. The White House confirms that President Biden has been interviewed by the special counsel investigating his handling of classified documents from his time as vice president. The president met on Sunday and Monday with special counsel Robert Herr, who was appointed earlier this year to look into the storage of more than two dozen documents at the president's home in Delaware and another office. Biden maintains he did nothing wrong. Police in San Francisco open fire after a car rams into the Chinese consulate. We'll have the details next. New York Republican George Santos was hit with new criminal charges today. The freshman congressman who's admitted to lying about his background during his campaign is now accused of charges including conspiracy, aggravated identity theft and credit card fraud. Prosecutors say Santos stole the identities of campaign donors and then used their credit cards for more than $40,000 in unauthorized charges. The White House is condemning what appears to be a car attack on the Chinese consulate in San Francisco Monday. Video posted on social media shows a blue car that crashed into the room where visas are processed. Officials shot the driver who died at a hospital. We're told investigators believe the unidentified driver posed a threat to consulate staff. The worst of times sometimes brings out the best in others, and we witnessed it all firsthand here in Israel. More on that when we come back. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Finally tonight, something we noticed as air raid sirens went off here in Tel Aviv. Strangers helping strangers. No matter where you are, at a hospital, a store, a hotel, when they go off, people are waving you in the direction of the nearest shelter. People we don't know. People who don't even speak the same language as us. But still, they made sure everyone got to safety. It is scary when you hear that sound, but it is even scarier when you hear the boom that follows. And this 
is in Tel Aviv. The closer you get to Gaza, the more dangerous it truly is. And we are thinking of those people. That is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell in Israel. I'll see you tomorrow on CBS Mornings. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.